Chapter 1 Hillary wanted to be happy for her best bud. That wasn't fair. She was happy for Beth. She could do without the envy, though. Her skin practically illuminated the kitchen with its greenish glow. She was that disgustingly jealous. Have you guys set a date yet? Hillary retrieved the wine bottle from the island and refilled her glass. We're not engaged. Not yet. Beth shrugged her shoulders and grinned. He wants to get settled into his apartment, get the basics for his new business rolling, and then he's going to ask, when the time is right. And just like that, Hillary's nasty green monster melted. She adored Beth, and Beth deserved this. Only you would think that's romantic. Edward doesn't actually have to work. He does understand that, doesn't he? Of course he does. He's got a very good head for money, but he's convinced that normal people work in this day, so he's going to work. Beth's lips quirked in amusement. He's just lucky he can pick something he enjoys. You wouldn't believe how excited he was to find out he could sketch pictures all day long and people would pay for them. Big surprise to me, there's actually a market for what he does. One of my friends has already commissioned him to illustrate her new children's book. One with lots of animals, I'll bet. Hillary had seen several of Edward's critter drawings. Apparently, being an amateur naturalist back in the Victorian era meant an eye for detail but she couldn't imagine that his level of artistic talent had been common. She'd seen his artwork, and he was truly fabulous. I think the current market would be more fanciful. Yes and no. There's a market for his realistic renditions, but he's also exploring a more child-friendly, fantastic style, hence the book illustrations. He's having a blast. Beth grinned. And it doesn't hurt that a slow build to the business isn't a problem. Well, his monkeying about, personally fulfilling or not, means that your wedding is delayed, which also means that Mr. Conservative Victorian Gentleman won't be moving in with you for ages. How long is that lease he signed again? Hillary swallowed a good gulp of red wine. I don't see how you find the patience. Only six months, but renewable month to month. But it's not a problem. If it was, he'd have already proposed, whisked me off to the registrar's office, and moved in. Beth grabbed the wine off the island and took a drink straight from the bottle. Besides, it's not like we don't spend time alone. He's not that conservative. I can't believe I'm saying this, but spare me the details. And put the wine bottle down, wild woman. The doorbell rang before Hillary could give Beth any more grief over loose morals and rude table manners. Beth left to answer the door, but was only gone a minute. Hillary, you won't believe who stopped by. Glenda. A woman stepped into the kitchen. She'd coiled her tawny golden hair into a chignon that managed to look elegant without pretension and avoided the dated feel of some updos. With its excellent cut and tailored fit, her dress flattered a trim figure but wasn't revealing. A fine silver chain, strong but thin, hung around her neck. And attached to that pretty piece of jewelry were the gaudiest vintage cat-eyed reading glasses Hillary had ever seen. Encrusted with crystals, they looked like they'd been bedazzled by an overzealous twelve-year-old. And Hillary absolutely adored them. It's a pleasure to finally meet you, Hillary offered her hand. I never seem to be at the shop when you're in town. Glenda shook her hand and then smiled, meeting her gaze directly. Yes, I do travel quite a bit. You're one of several regular buyers I've managed to miss over the last few years. I'm rarely in one place for long, first with one thing and then another. Work. Glenda fluttered her hands helplessly. 
And if that wasn't suspicious, Hillary didn't know what was. This woman couldn't be less helpless, and while she certainly traveled for work, she owned several vintage stores in different cities. Hillary suspected one thing and then another was code for her magical machinations. Glenda stopped by to drop off my birthday present for you, which has already been safely secured in the hall closet. No peeking, no touching, no shaking. Beth pivoted to Glenda and, not allowing Hillary any time to argue, asked Glenda, Can I get you something to drink? No, thank you, I have to be going, but Hillary... Glenda turned brilliant green eyes on Hillary. Yes? Looking at those eyes, Hillary wondered if their witchy acquaintance wore colored contacts or if her intensely colored eyes might be an indication of her magical powers. Hillary had to choke back a snort at her overactive imagination. The woman probably just had exceptionally attractive eyes further enhanced by cosmetics.